0: cool shall we uh dive right into it then let's jump in uh face first and at the last second use uh, a grapple gun to fire at an adjacent building and grapple away to safety that'll do And welcome to Dangerously Unprepared. I am Simon, and joining me this week are Rob, hello, and Irish, hello, and we we have something we want to talk about this week. Something we're all passionate about. Indeed. Uh, but before we get there. We are less than four weeks from the release of Mass Effect Andromeda, and the hype train is in full effect. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. In fact, I was meaning to mention to you, Simon, I'd actually arranged so I'm not actually going to be working uh, when that's, that's released. So I'm now very pleased with that. I am now, as we are speaking, literally as we are speaking, trying to remember if I've booked time off work already. (laughs) <laughs> because I, I suspect I might have like some time ago but I can't remember well you gave me the idea I was oh like oh my god yeah that needs to happen um, so uh, it comes out on a Thursday over here in fact I was a bit disappointed because um, the day, it comes out like a couple of days after it's available everywhere else I think the UK is one of the last people last groups to get it I think the US gets it like three maybe four days before us Um, Yeah we we have A weird release day In the UK So we often Get a couple of days Staggering What day is it? Thursdays Is when games come out Thursday That is odd No no it's It's actually the Usual day For games releases In the UK
1: No Friday's game releases I'm pretty sure It's Thursdays Thursdays. I I I sell I sell Um, video games For a living
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, in that case, it gives you, like, a long weekend with a yeah. game if it's a Thursday. So, I'm well, I'm pretty sure it's a Thursday for us. But anyway, this I is... Think I'm, I, no, I think I'm talking about midnight releases. Uh, so I'm thinking we're actually talking about the same day. Right. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I think in the rest of the world it's coming out on a Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Tuesday is America yep. release day, so, yeah.
0: So, yeah, we often have that few days stagger between Tuesday and thursday at midnight but oddly and i know it's not the same medium but oddly sometimes we get movies before america so that's weird yep but, but yes yeah, so of course go ahead. we've just seen the announcement that uh, natalie dormer will be playing the the doctor of the tempest which is so cool i love that person for many many reasons and she seems super into the character as well which is great yeah, she definitely does But the thing i wanted to mention because this is hilarious is uh the cards against humanity mass effect expansion yes i saw this i saw this and i thought i guess you could make a funny joke about uh a Tyrion's flexibility well i think they're definitely going in one direction with the jokes because if you want to find out more about the Cards Against Humanity Mass Effect expansion, visit TotallyFuckableAliens.com. Uh, <laughs> oh wow, uh, dear. Yeah, okay. Another I love their FAQ. Now. I love their FAQ, which is, uh, should I buy this if I've never played Mass Effect? Probably not. Does this contain Andromeda spoilers? No, they wouldn't let us play it. Is this a limited run? We'll sell these until we run out. Together we can stop Sovereign. Can I cancel my order? We don't have to submit to the Reapers. We can beat them. You can't cancel your order. No. I want to complain about the ending of Mass Effect 3. Still? Okay. Email entitled whining at cardsagainsthumanity.com. They totally have one about the Mass Effect 3 ending and, and those cards. They have to have. Like, you can't oh, yeah. miss that opportunity. Well, what they should have is three cards that are almost identical. Basically, they have a slightly different color to like the uh, the the card. Yeah, yeah. So one's like bluish, one's more red, and then it's like a I yellow and a one. I mean, they could just one. be three white cards. One of them says one. Uh, one of them says red. One of them says green, and one of them says blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Wow. Not since <laughs> Fable had we seen such an uh, such an ending. <laughs> dear me but yeah I'm, I'm totally all aboard the hype train and of course all the all the screenshots all the videos are starting to come out at an increased pace so i am very very psyched for this game and i yes. really need to remember to check to see if i've booked that time off you see i've actually and i've i've done something that i never thought i'd be able to and that is since the uh there was a trailer i think towards the end of last year and that was the last one I watched since then i 've watched nothing. I accidentally saw like a few seconds of like a combat demo, which looked incredible, but then I turned up because i don 't want to know anything about this i 'm going in cold, and for mass effect, that has taken an awful lot of self control for me <laughs> Well, I read a rock paper shotgun piece about it because it was very very non spoilery. Um, speaking more about mechanics and where they've got it right and where they've got it wrong. And it it boiled down to what I needed to hear, basically, which is you kind of already know if you're going to like this game because you probably already know how you feel about Bioware games. Like, do you like their storyline and characters and the interplay between them? Do you like... Uh, do not mind slightly wonky facial animations yeah you're probably gonna love it because everything they've got right before they've got right again and everything that's been wonky before is still kind of wonky amazing i remember one of my friends a friend i was living with at the time playing through two and three and he made his shepherd like peroxide blonde with like he's basically got the crew cut basically um and he made his eyebrows so low down that they brushed the top of his nose (laughs) so you can imagine all the the usual wonky facial animations being particularly spectacular with that particular rendition of shepherd it was it was beautiful that and terrifying does sound kind of amazing yeah. uh, mass effect is also responsible for one of my favorite monster factory videos yeah yeah monster factory is a polygon video series where they use character creation tools to make the most ridiculous characters they can possibly make oh nice and sometimes if the character tools are too sensible like in mass effect 2 they will use mods and break the game and allow them to make less sensible characters.
2: Uh-
0: <laughs> so there's a shepherd with a lower jaw that is just a triangle that projects three feet in front of his face and an eyeball <laughs> that hovers about three inches outside of his skull. Oh, no. Um, and it's the the sort of scene just at the beginning where you first meet Jacob, and he starts talking about how, you know they didn't think you were ready to be up on your feet again it's like <laughs> no shit have you seen me oh my goodness yes ready i don't think they TV. were done <laughs> oh, <laughs> So yes oh, i i just had to get that little um, puff of excitement out of the way before we got on to our topic has anyone else got anything they need to unburden <clears throat> themselves of before we dive into what will be childlike glee i imagine I don't, I don't think so but i think you're right to mention andromeda and i think once we've had a good time playing that game then we'll definitely do like a massive massive episode on that i think
1: um i got nothing to say about mass effect because it doesn't really interest me i know i'm wrong in that regard but
0: wrong <laughs> <You're> wrong. <laughs> wrong now it's up to you man it's your choice but, um well this if if you've got any curiosity at all seeing as this is narratively unconnected from the previous trilogy it would be a great time to get on board it's true, I've played, true yeah. I've
1: played the first mass effect and this is as far as i got i never never got in, never got the second one never played the third one so it's
0: weird Fair because enough. some people with mass effect uh one get kind of put off by the control style um I personally think the story and the RPG elements are strongest in one, mm. but the gameplay uh, slickness, as it were, is a bit better for 2 and 3. So it's a bit of a mix-up, really. Yeah, My favourite scene, my favourite dialogue in the whole trilogy is definitely in Mass Effect 1. But as a game, 2 and 3 are much more fun to play.
2: Mm.
0: But yeah. the scene where you first meet, in inverted commas, and first talk with Sovereign,
2: Yes. in the original Mass
0: Effect is without a doubt one of the high points of video game narrative for me. Well, I, I, I happen to think that Sovereign and Saren made the best sort of antagonist of the series in a way. Like, it was cool to have all of the Reapers coming and, it, and you had Harbinger too, but I felt that that partnership with a Spectre, so it's kind of on your level, but also this Leviathan of space sort of backing them up. I thought that was like an ex- excellent excellent villain to go up against. It's in the first game, Sovereign made the Reapers feel like eldritch gods, yeah. And then in the later games, they just felt like big spaceships, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Although, I did like in two Harbinger because, like, you always, whenever you took someone down who he was controlling at the time, you always got the cool uh, uh what was it? Um. Uh, initiated control or something like that um he had like a, a phrase that he kept saying it was something like that hmm. assuming it, control I think. As, yeah, yes assuming control there's a really great and um I, i'm gonna plug this band they're called miracle of sound and they do um oh that's gav um it's just gav actually who is one of the hosts of the podquisition really yes Jim oh my Sterling's God. gaming podcast uh, Gav is the miracle of sound And yeah, what he does is a lot of video game inspired music And he's bloody excellent He is There's, <laughs> his, the, the, Okay, his song, Commander Shepard Is on my, uh, on my iPhone still Like, I absolutely adore it It's the most incredible song And like, uh, you could listen to it as a comedy song But it's actually just really catchy And awesome to listen to when you first wake up Like, it's a really good getting song I recommend it. Miracle of Sound, Commander Shepard. Hmm. Yeah, he's got a, uh, a For Honor song coming out very soon called We Are War. Oh, In awesome. In fact, it may be out by now. That That's excellent. Well, it coincides with the release, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, and also a great game. Yeah, definitely. That's really awesome. Really cool. Uh, just checking his website. And yes, it looks like We Are War is now available. Ah, I will definitely check that out then. Um... Yeah, sorry, Irish. You said you hadn't hadn't checked out Mastodet, but was there something else you wanted
1: to mention? Well, it almost ties into the topic in that um, Evie recently has got really into uh, a doll she got from Alex for a gift once. And it's one of the DC Superhero Girls Batgirl doll. Oh, awesome. Yeah. But it's just the name she calls it. And... It's just so adorable. And, uh, cause she was, cause also when we went, you know, Matt also had the Lego like, Batman toys and stuff. She got the Batgirl, Batwoman mask. She goes around calling herself this name now. And she go she calls her doll and calls herself, and she's wearing the mask, Batman Girl.
0: <laughs> that's Aww. amazing. Yeah. I, I, I thought you were going to
1: say Barbara. <laughs> Bar- <laughs> I can't help but do that at work. It's oh, it so horrendous. I just walk around not to random, like not not customers, but to, to other staff members, and just go Barbara. <laughs> it's a shame we don't. It's a shame we don't actually have anyone called Bravo working for us.
0: Yeah, Zoe's niece is quite into the uh, superhero girls dolls as well, and uh, we may own a couple ourselves. Hmm. They're quite nice dolls. By the they words. are. Yeah, and then... we've got the um, the Harley and the
1: Ivy. Nice. <laughs> big, big uh, So guy. he's planning
0: on customising one into a uh, a girl Joker. Oh. So cool. that Harley can have her harem. So so
1: <laughs> make a um...
0: Bianca steeplechase
1: Chase. Yes. And you got. um, I didn't realise that it was a YouTube series. Or just a girl
0: version of the Joker. Or or just a girl version of the Joker, as she adds. Um, Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little web series um, of them all going to school together. I've seen a couple of the episodes. It's it's kind of cute, kind of silly. Because
1: we bought the uh, the DVD that's out for it, Mm. but it's like in the middle of the second season, but we didn't realise that at the time. And then it was like, oh, okay. And then I looked up, looked up and it was like, oh, it's a YouTube series. So we watched most of that now, maybe. Cause I mean, they're only like seven minutes an episode. But it's, it's interesting because uh, it's Tara Strong that voices Harley in that, but she also voices Ivy in that.
0: Yes, that's why I checked out a couple of episodes because I <clears> like Tara Strong. She's yes. awesome. Yeah a staple of the DC animated universe, for sure. Very true. Uh, as I recall, there were a couple of other uh, voice artists behind that one that I, uh, I... I don't think it was just Tara that I was checking out for. As I remember, there was quite a good cast. Oh, yeah, Grey Delisle is in there as well. And Yvette Nicole Brown, uh, possibly uh, quite well-known in our audience for her role on Community, uh, is Amanda Waller, which is fairly amazing. Oh, she's a- wow.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's quite... I was looking through the, the voice casting. There's quite a lot of, like, known names in there. As yeah, well it's as, pretty good. As well as, like, new names. Casting-wise. Yes.
0: Like, this show is probably average at best. Mm. Uh, great for the target audience, don't get me wrong, but... It
1: is, you know, it's what you expect from a seven-minute-long YouTube video. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, I, I saw, like, um... Maurice LaMarche and uh, DiMaggio and Grey Delisle and Tara Strong and Yvette Nicole Brown. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a go. Those are good voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I love how you say it's a kid show. You're like, it's average. <laughs> <laughs> well, by by the rating of animation yeah, in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the weird things is one of the cast members is Misty Lee, uh, who is. Paul Dini's spouse and inspiration for Zatanna. Oh yeah, but she doesn't play Zatanna. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) she's playing Big Barda, and I'm like, that's that's a very different role. But okay, yeah, I guess. Oh well, that's that's pretty cool though. It's still pretty cool. You're still in it, you know. I would I'd give my left arm to be in a DC animated film. That'd be amazing. Speaking of DC animated films, <laughs> spoilers ahead. If you, but has, to be fair, even if it's spoil for you, go and see it because it doesn't matter. Has anyone been to the cinema? Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, I mean yes, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you see? Moana.
0: <laughs> Actually, yeah, that is that is a film I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lego that, Batman
1: and Lego Batman.
0: Weirdly enough I've seen Lego Batman as well Let's talk about that for about an hour Let's talk about that
1: for about an hour (laughs) I saw it on the release Friday On the release, really? Yeah Nice We just just happened to have time And then Jen's mum said that she'd take Evie overnight And we were like Cinema Day!
0: Woo! (laughs) I saw it uh, birthday weekend Because a friend of the show, Josh uh, Got me a ticket for my birthday
1: Ah, good old Josh
0: that's cool. Uh, so, yeah. Um, what a film. Like, best feature length on screen Batman ever. My favorite Batman ever. <laughs> it like, is.
1: It is. Movie Batman, yeah, it's,
0: like. Go ahead. For me, it's second only to the Batman animated series. Yes. <laughs> uh, but. Which is why I say best feature length. Um, but Batman animated series aside, yeah, this is the best on screen Batman ever. This is just. I, I know what we're saying here. We're saying Lego Batman,
2: <laughs> which yeah. is
0: a direct spinoff from the Lego movie, is the best feature-length Batman ever made. But go with us on this. I am just going to jump in. It really is. I am just going to jump in quickly because I know there'll be someone out there listening and going, but what about Mask of the Phantasm? That was a movie in the Batman animated universe. Well, yes, we know about Mask of the Phantasm, but we're not counting it here. So just stop. Well, no, I am counting it here. I think this is better than Mask of the Phantasm. Ah, oh, well, there you go. I think it is. Actually, it probably is better than Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Mask of the Phantasm is an excellent feature length episode of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, but it that's not, true. Not even of itself. The best of the animated series. Yes, very true. Yeah, but it's just covering our bases. But anyway, yes, it is. It is absolutely phenomenal. It is a portrayal of Batman that is faithful to the material, but also not afraid to poke fun at itself, which I thought was excellent. The references, have,
1: the references to all the other Batman franchises, is immense. It was,
0: it was a love letter to all of Batman. You you had everything. You had every single Batmobile that has ever existed presented to us in Lego form. Like <laughs> it was absolutely incredible. They and had, every costume that he's yes, ever had, pretty yes. much. Oh my goodness. The um the the cast of the Rogues Gallery oh with yeah. ridiculous condiment king and polka dot man and king tut and eggheads, like, oh my goodness. I fucking love that opening of this film it was because straight away they established their credentials the writers as we are fans of batman we get it mm, okay yes. because the film opens with joker hijacking a plane and then bragging about the villains he's got sort of roped into his current scheme yes. and it is as you say it is everyone starting from the heavy hitters uh, let, you know, let me
1: just say as well through one of the best Joker renditions as well. Yeah, like surprisingly, surprisingly
0: so, Zach like, Mathis.
1: Yeah, sort not a man I was expecting to do a great no. Joker, but he did. He did an amazing job of it, considering the the plot device of the movie. It fitted so well. Yeah. But yeah, the Definitely, Rose yeah. Gallery.
0: Yeah, he starts with the the heavy hitters. You know, he's got riddler bane two-faced Catwoman, woman and scarecrow all working for him and then as you say he goes down through the list to polka dot man and and condiment king and king tarts and it, it's the scene funnily enough seeing as michael serra is in this it's the scene from scott pilgrim of the what kind of tea do you want yeah, it ends yeah. with the
2: pilot going
0: do you make some of those up it's like no 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 they're all real might be worth a google might be worth a Google. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah i remember chatting with you irish about yeah. it after you'd seen it and you saying that list and i was like yeah those are all real yeah yeah and, and we took to google and yep yeah,
1: they're all real even i was like i was like come on condiment king can't be a real villain and it was like no. holy shit he is a real villain
0: yeah, yeah. I, I had to point out that yes he is he's yeah more of a Batgirl villain than a Batman villain historically but he is actually a real thing he's in there he's in there but I mean you're talking about that opening scene Simon like I was sat there and I'm obviously expecting to laugh at this film love the Lego movie found found it really funny really excellently written and performed and I'm sat there and I'm watching this open and I was genuinely excited because admittedly it's funny but it starts out like a good Batman film like a massive sort of uh, jumbo jet full of explosives flying over Gotham City, and there's that, there's <laughs> yeah, that kind of music, and I'm like, oh my god, this is this is like a Batman film. Actually, before that, we have to talk about the cold open of the black screen oh, and Batman's yes. <laughs> voiceover going, "Black. All good movies start with a black screen." and then some logos <laughs> and then the warner brothers logo comes up and and it's that, like that's it it goes to, to... <laughs> Warner brothers wait what what a, what a bros what why is it, is it it brothers never mind dc the house that batman built <laughs> yes yeah. come at me superman <laughs> <laughs> and i can't remember what the third company was the one with the r logo oh wow um, and he's just like I don't even know what these
1: guys do but their logo is macho <laughs> yes <laughs> revelation something Rebellion? I, I something on like that yeah, and, yeah. and yeah
0: and as you say it opens with a very Batman opening of a cargo plane laden with explosives requesting clearance to enter Gotham City airspace but the way they put it requesting clearance to enter the airspace of the most crime ridden city in America yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what could possibly go wrong so and good. The, and it, it does it does go to the lengths of showing you every different type of explosive they have on board as well. Yes. Like it shows each one and how explosive they are and oh that was funny. Dynamite plastic explosives, yeah.
1: even these cute little round bombs. Yeah. yeah. Old school cartoon bombs.
0: <laughs> the classic Batman bomb, yeah. 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 Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you have that, that moment where Joker's explaining everything he's going to do. And then the pilot's just like, you're not going to do that. And he's like, what? And he goes, Batman will catch you and put you back in Arkham. And he's like, no, he won't. And he's like, yeah, he will. I'm sure he will. He always does. And like, <laughs> he's like, no, he won't. He's like, well, what about last time? What do you mean last time? The time with the two boats. <laughs> he talks about the two boats for Dark night And I'm like, yes. Oh, oh, I was, I, they took a shot at the Dark Knight within five minutes of the film opening. And I was yes. just... I sat there going I'm going to love this film
1: yeah
0: what a cast though because obviously yeah. you've got Will Arnett as Batman reprising his role from the Lego movie yeah Michael Serra as Robin did a yeah. really good job oh, that, was so another,
1: good. that was another one that I was kind of like really mm, okay but he was a really good Robin
0: Rosario Dawson as Batgirl. Oh, Rosario yeah. Dawson is amazing and everything. Ray Fiennes as Alfred, so Witch. continuing the trend of incredibly talented, incredibly honoured British actors playing Alfred. <laughs> also, did you notice that he, and we'll get onto this later, but did you notice that he voiced another character in this no, as well? No, he didn't.
2: He right. didn't.
0: Right. Voldemort is in this film and not voiced by Ray Fiennes. Oh, yes. that's I thought it thing. was him. It sounded just no, like, like him. It's Eddie Izzard. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is.
1: It's amazing.
0: Uh, Zach Galifianakis oh, is Joker, as we mentioned. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've got Conan O'Brien is playing the Riddler, which was weird.
1: Really? I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get that from that. That's weird. I know. Um, of, he actually is in the Lego Batman uh, free game mm. as himself. So...
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Then is Kevin uh, Smith Billy in it? D. Williams as Two Face, as he absolutely should be. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I don't. Mm,
1: I don't know. Because again, he's in that game as well as himself. Like he's, he's not playing yeah. a
0: significant enough character to get on the cast list. No, but he may have a voice in it.
1: It's just because of I just finished the game recently, so it's like it's at the forefront of my of my mind. It's like. Oh. Batman
0: <laughs> you got Zoe Kravitz in there Playing Catwoman um, Seth Green is in there as well He plays King Kong oh. And you may be guessing From some of these characters We're naming That this film goes in a weird direction
1: It does It really well, does uh, well, us, Channing you know,
0: Tatum and Jonah Hill Of course reprising their roles From uh, the, the Lego, Lego movie, movie. That's the thing. Uh, Superman and Lantern
1: That's because it is the same Cut It's the same Batman From the Lego movie It kind of makes sense universe.
0: Yeah uh, you've got Mariah Carey is a voice in this. Yeah. As the mayor of Gotham. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah, again, so random.
0: And uh, a little nod, like a good way to throw in some people they clearly wanted to get in there. You've got Brent Musburger, Ralph Garman and Chris Hardwick come in as the reporters who keep popping up. Uh, <laughs> that's that's good. That's a good poll.
1: i got to say though potentially one of the best uh apple crossovers ever yep <laughs> with siri, siri is on
0: the credits of this film as, as the back computer
1: yeah as <laughs> Yes,
0: that's so cool
1: <laughs> which now has now actually works with your eye devices
0: yeah it does so if you ask siri hey Puder, uh it will respond to you as if you were lego batman That is something you can try at home.
1: Oh Christ, Jermaine Clement was Sauron.
0: Yep, yep. It's, it's, like I said, it's a surprisingly huge cast.
1: He's in a lot of stuff recently.
0: So the film opens, as we say, with this mass attack on Gotham by Joker and all of the villains. Just so many of them. Every single one. And Batman handily beats up all of them whilst pumping out his rap which... well can we can we explain it because like they do a very good job of building this film up and you just keep hearing about batman like, everyone's talking about batman this is the whole thing batman oh. is the celebrity persona uh, at this point and they're wondering like you're left as an audience member wondering where where is he when's he gonna show up and they agree to, basically, the Joker's demands uh, to ship the mayor of Gotham into the... uh oh, yes. Mariah the Carey. Yeah, Mariah Carey, into the uh, into <laughs> where all the villains are. And it is only then, once that they believe they've won, that M- Mariah Carey's mayor rips her face off to reveal it was Batman all along. <laughs> <laughs> he, because he's a master of disguise, and he goes to town and it is one of the greatest action scenes in a batman anything yeah oh my god like it's funny but there are moments where you see batman doing really awesome batman stuff with the smoke grenades and disappearing from one direction and appearing somewhere else it was just (gasps) incredible yeah they don't actually let you down on the action sequences which is really 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 good he is he Um, fights like batman he does, and he's left in the classic predicament. Joker is floating away with helium balloons and Batman has two um uh, lines yeah. out, one on Joker, one on the floor holding him there, and that's where they have their showdown and Joker is like, you can defuse the bomb, or you can come after me your greatest villain. My what? And this is the scene you might have seen in the trailer, but it plays out even longer oh my God, got so much even harder totally. in the film agonizingly long sequence of them discussing this which is hilarious of batman basically trying to let joker down easy and let him know they're not in a relationship is is what it boils down to uh he doesn't consider the joker his greatest any more special yeah. than any of the other villains and, and it breaks Joker's heart which is why this is also the most accurate on-screen representation of the Joker <laughs> Yeah <laughs> It is, yeah, actually spot on and, and that sets up the big plot of the film which may be Joker's greatest plan to date which is just I'm going to drive Batman insane by giving him no costumed villains to fight Yes Because yes. we're all going to turn ourselves in and Batman will lose it because he needs
1: us more than we need him. I love the way they do it. He's, he gives himself up and he says, we'll, we'll give it up. And the other's like, really?
0: Yes. <laughs> so he has all of the villains back him up as they gate crash. Barbara Gordon's induction as the new commissioner of Gotham City Police. And clearly they all think they're there for a fight because they aren't expecting Joker to surrender. <laughs> Yeah, they're, on they're they're so so confused about it because obviously he didn't consult them about this, and they, Joker basically traps them all uh, so they can go along with it, like it or not. And then you literally just literally in a gift wrapped package, yeah, and you just hear a voice from inside of its riddle, and he goes, "Riddle me this, what's going on?" And, <laughs> yeah. I, this, I, it was just funny. It was very funny, and pointedly, he surrenders to Barbara. Yes, yes. not Batman yes. yeah so the, the police have done their job done what Batman never could and I, I found it really interesting because they uh, they state at the beginning of the film oh um, Commissioner Gordon is uh, retiring after an illustrious career of fighting crime and keeping gotham safe all these years and um, then you have that that thing <laughs> the that the you've seen of all teams- Gordon. Oh my it's god. It's kind of unflattering. Yes. <laughs> Who basically he he himself describes his career as a career of pressing the button on the bat signal whenever yes. anything <laughs> went wrong.
1: I love his yeah. one though. He's so happy about it. <laughs> just just and they, have,
0: and they have that scene that you see like it, it's shown in Dark Knight Returns. It was a very Dark Knight Returns esque where they have like the policeman's uh, sort of um, address or whatever, where all the camera crews are there, basically, all celebrities mm-hmm. show up. They're all on that long dinner table at the front. They always have this in Batman comics and films. Uh, and this one was showing, obviously, that Commissioner Gordon was retiring and his replacement was due to arrive, who turns out to be Barbara Gordon, uh, his daughter. And Barbara Gordon is incredible in this film. Rosaria Dawson, and it's she's absolutely spot on. Like, and it obviously deviates a little bit from the comics but in a really cool way i thought yeah yeah i, I agree like it was just it was great and, and then to see the batman obviously her turn around <laughs> and say i respect my father's work but at the end of the day we should really be doing this job so why don't we unite with a batman why don't we work together and batman is all like i work alone you know <laughs> and that's the
1: well he's bruce at that point
0: that's true yeah but that's what he's thinking you know and uh, that's the sort of device uh, that 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 relationship is based on throughout the film and it is it's really great it's really really good fun and probably one of the no never mind I was going to say something that isn't true okay okay but also what's happening at this ball is um, they had the Gotham Orphans Choir uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. including of course young Dick Grayson who when he catches sight of Bruce Wayne is super excited because he's Gotham's most famous orphan uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like his job description i love it <laughs> which you know is entirely true although credit to this film for being one that doesn't actually contain a flashback to the murder of batman's parents I they resisted that. the temptation I thought that I was really impressed, and they have the, they have a great scene of like of representing it even without showing it. Like you yes. have the bit where Batman goes back home, and after all the celebritism, and uh, and they they've praised him for saving the city once again, and then he goes, "I'm home, I'm home, I'm home," and it echoes through the Batcave. <laughs> he he tries his best to microwave himself some. Uh, lobster that lobster the yeah, lobster and then the sadly fits, sits eating it on the bat jet ski floating in the middle of the water in the bat cave <laughs> and what what film does he watch because he keeps watching this film uh, and then laughing manically at like it, a romance scene is like,
1: it Fidelity?
0: no 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 it's um, uh, Jerry Maguire that was is it, it? Jerry oh, it's the yeah. you had me at hello scene oh, yes, yeah. yes, and he, he laughs at it he laughed at laughs at it because yeah it's the, the, the theme of the film basically is Batman is a character who pushes everyone away um, but needs people whether it's the Joker or whether it's Barbara, Dick, Alfred, the Bat Family as they're actually called the Bat Family in this um, and it's him learning yeah. to allow people into his life and to establish this they start off with him having a huge collection of romantic comedies which he thinks are just comedies Yes, he's because he's like, he how can anyone, anyone... <laughs> to be hilarious? Yeah, he's like, how can anyone act like that? You're being a fool. It's funny. Like, oh, <laughs> <dear."> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that he has so the much. the family portrait of yes. him and his parents outside the theatre with that, Prime Alley in the background. That
1: bit has potentially one of my favourite scenes in the entire movie. In it, it's when him just saying no.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> A scene that works so well in Lego. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, my <laughs> Where goodness. Every time he says no, he just instantly reappears in a different position, rolling up and down the stairs <laughs> oh, or having no, a yes. on the floor. No, 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 no. And um, I love that But there can... is no close-up on a revolver going off. There is no close-up on pearls spilling no onto pearls, the cobblers. No, no, no. Pearls, <laughs> just no uh... flowers apart, there's no flashback at all. Well done, you guys. A, Everyone a, knows what happened. You don't long, need to show us.
1: Just a long look at a photo of them outside the theater. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, and it's uh, you know what they 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 had they took an opportunity there to establish that okay we know that Batman had a family. That's all we need to know because yeah. That is then later to refer to later on in an excellent way, in an absolutely excellent way that ties the entire story up together, which we'll get to. Um, but yeah, Batman kicks Alfred across the room because his reflexes <laughs> are so fast. <laughs> he, kicks into, uh, he kicks him into piano, does the whole no, 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 no. Like goes up the stairs, up and down the stairs. Just <laughs> he's just this hilarious, belligerent, amazing person that um, basically because he's amazing at everything. He knows best um and it it just makes him so endearing because of that and because he's batman you know and you kind of just accept it even though it's ridiculous and hilarious (laughs) but yes at the 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 ball the gala for the new commissioner uh dick grayson basically talks a very distracted batman into adopting him which Uh, is amazing Yeah. I love how I love what a rough deal this, this film gives orphans as well. Like it's, <laughs> it's such a rough deal. Like one of my favorite things involving the orphans was when Batman's on his way home from the first like um from the first from the from the big uh, fight. Like, yeah. He basically um honks the bat horn and all the orphans run out of the orphanage and he proceeds to fire merchandise at them with a merchandise. Who wants a blast gun. from the moon? <laughs> yeah. And then donuts dangerously around them, like spreading all these fumes <laughs> into the air, and then explodes into the distance. I was like, this is a great Batman. He doesn't give a shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, computer, I'm home. I'm home. Oh, man.
0: But yeah, so he's at the ball and he unwittingly uh, adopts Dick Grayson because he's too uh, swallowed in thought thinking about himself and what the this could mean for the future of uh, our favourite cape Crusader. And of course, uh, he's completely knocked sideways when he sees Barbara, Barbara... Which I just I... Died in your arms tonight. <laughs> <laughs> such amazing, great music choices. It was perfect. Perfect music choice. I was really worried because there are certain creators at DC who have a real thing for romantically pairing Bruce and Barbara that this film would go in that direction. <laughs> and I'm so yeah, pleased yeah. it doesn't that's what i nearly said i said they they have like the best sort of love interest but then i had to remember no at the end of the day it wasn't um and it is addressed quite brazingly and openly at the end of the film it's just like nope this is a platonic relationship blah, blah, blah. and it sort of like cuts that off at the head just when you think like the uh the stereotypical romance scene will happen it's like no and i thought that's excellent that's yeah. just spot on yeah spot on.
1: they made it the family rather than relationship. So yeah,
0: yes. Definitely. Which yeah. is what it should, should it be. Definitely. With, with with um Bruce and, and Barbara anyway, like definitely yes, that's what yeah. it should be. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um but yeah, so once the Joker surrenders himself um and heads to prison, where he just chills out for a little while whilst Batman freaks out and <laughs> watches him. Uh Alfred starts to get worried about him and and says, you know, I am just worried because you know I've seen you go through similar phases there was that time in 2016 uh, the time in 2012 yeah. 2008 2005 1997 1995 1992 1989 and that weird one in 1966 uh, um, which the West starts to go out oh my god which goodness. is a reference to every film that every film. Has yeah. put out yeah oh my god And it's that scene, I I don't know if it's around that time, but it shows um, the fallout of Joker's plan where they're all in prison now. So Batman being Batman thinks, you know, the unending war, you know, the crime never ends. And you have barbara gordon just like walking out of the prison and then just looking up and seeing batman balanced on top of a uh, um, <laughs> like a street light looking at the the, uh, the prison through his bat binoculars <laughs> and she's like batman and he's like whoa and he like falls off like and he goes i'm hidden and he's like i can i could see you right there you're, you're you're just standing there it's it's, it's broad daylight they are you more of a night guy um i can hear what up. you're saying she totally can't hear, me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't hear me. Excellent. And also, uh, we we missed out the the rather important uh, plot point that he he'd also watched a uh, TV interview with Superman, oh, who yeah. he he does consider to be his greatest rival, uh, talking about putting Zod in the Phantom Zone. Now. Which was amazing. Th- we saw we saw a very brief snippet of Lego Superman versus Lego Zod. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought that was so <laughs> awesome. And Superman being a bit of a bit of a know-it-all, bit of a Boy Scout sort of saying, "Oh, you know, uh, if anyone had my power, they'd do the same sort of thing." And Batman's just like. <laughs> but but the reason that's crucial is the one villain that isn't in prison is Harley. And it's in this scene where uh, Barbara confronts Bruce outside the prison that Harley turns up in a fake delivery van from Phantom's own laundry service. Yes. Oh, my God. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, the idea of the Phantom Zone in Batman's in head. His head. yeah. I thought that was genius in the most <laughs> stupid way possible. I love it. <laughs> and I love even has like the name quinzel written on the driver's side door of the van like she's not being subtle about this no. at all. not at all not at all uh but of course batman becomes obsessed with putting joker in the phantom zone which kicks off the 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 rising action arc of the movie oh my god yes <laughs> so yeah when bruce goes back home and uh alfred informs him that he now has a son <laughs> who has been living in his mansion for several days for like a week
1: yeah he's been there for a week and not notice like but i love fact that he sees he sees all the secret cameras and stuff
0: yes hello, <laughs> yeah, camera. Really be, hello
1: bookcase hello statue hello hidden camera uh,
0: <laughs> and i love it because obviously it is then revealed that uh that that obviously the Batcave sits beneath Wayne Manor, and he's like, "Oh he's, my god!"
1: It's how he finds <laughs> out is amazing. It's when he tell it's when Bruce says to Alfred that you you know you're not a father figure, and uh, you don't know what it's like to have to bring up a child and this kind of sort of stuff. Oh my god!
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. that actually got me. That
1: got yeah. me. I was like, Oh, yeah. could you say that? Yeah. But then you right. Alfred. The way that Alfred gets back at him, though, is just go, oh, just dusting, Dustin, dusting, click!
0: And just yeah, opens yeah. the bat pole to the bat cave and it's like, you can't let him in the bat cave! I'm not, sir. I'm letting him into your life.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. And he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Batman lives in Bruce Wayne's basement? <laughs> Batman is my <his> dad's roommate? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. He goes, um, I go, no. Bruce Wayne lives in Batman's attic. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he realises what he needs is the uh, Phantom Zone Projector. Uh, and for this, he needs someone of a slight build uh, because he himself is too big to crawl through the, the ducts in The and Fortress of Solitude. And too rippled with muscles, yeah. <laughs> and, and so he, he says to Robin... Uh, Not Robin at this point, just Dick Grayson's like, you're small, yeah, and agile, yeah, and good at taking orders, yeah, and 100% expendable. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but yeah. (laughs) Oh, bless him. So they they head off to the Fortress of Solitude. One of my favourite moments. (laughs) Hang on, hang on, because don't forget, this is when Dick Grayson gets kitted out for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we see all of the bat, Bat outfits, and I swear I saw an outfit that I used to have an action figure of. It was i had the normal animated series batman just the gray suit and the black cape but right. also an aqua batman where his uh, suit was bright yellow uh, <laughs> i had that and i saw that go by and i was like oh my god but the rail stops at um Rastafarian Batman where he had to go reggae man. Comes, that was it, reggae man. <laughs> that was a reggae artist, and that's the one he chooses. And he goes, mm, but a little bit a little bit type around around the legs and he goes, Yeah, but just to make sure, oh wow, and he just rips he rips them off. And it's like, Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then he has um Robin's famous tighty greenies. Um, Yeah, although he also had the goggles, which... Did anyone else get a serious Carrie Kelly? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: man. To be honest, first time I saw the design for Robin in the Robin costume, I thought it was Carrie Kelly. I thought it was that route. Even got the quiff, so yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, speaking about your deep cuts in this movie... Yeah. Like, the references are just so good. Like you say, every Batsuit is on that rack, and yeah, a Carrie Kelly outfit for Dick Grayson. Yeah. (laughs) uh unbelievable like and uh what was the other thing they showed in there as well just whilst we're on the Batcave, cave like they showed obviously all the uh, the trophies as well like uh the big coin and the t-rex in there as well which i loved and
1: uh, the, bat I the bat zeppelin
0: the bat zeppelin yeah, he tries to get on, like, oh, like yes. every Bat vehicle, doesn't he? He goes to get on the Bat sub, and the... <laughs> and there's just a sequence of Batman saying, don't touch that, don't touch that, don't touch that, until he finds the Bat shark repellent, which is like, that you can touch. It's completely useless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which, of course, we'll come back to. Yep, um... that's going to pay off. <laughs> yes, it does. In a way, that was isn't perfect. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so they go off to the Fortress of Solitude. Which... I I just adored this scene because oh. he's expecting Superman to be there in solitude because it is the fortress of solitude. Yes. But when the door opens he realizes it's the 57th annual Justice League party yes. that he has not been invited to. Oh my goodness me it's so funny and like even and I love even- that it's the 57th which you know that's the age of the justice league yeah yeah they, they refer to the fact he's had a 70 year career they're just yes. not not messing about with the time here they're just like this guy is 70 years old deal with it and you you, you kind of have to feel a bit bad for batman when reverse flash gets invited to it before he does like my god that some of some of the anti-hero slash villains are in this place before I, batman is. was reverse flash there? i swear it was he was the yellow Sick, wasn't he Oh, that's Professor Zoom. I no, wait, which think, one is which? I don't think he was. Like, I paid pretty close attention to who was there. I saw Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Aquaman, Martian Manhunter, uh, Apache Chief, the Wonder oh, was Twins. It Kid Flash? Could have been Kid Flash. probably, probably it was, was, was Kid yeah. Flash. Because Kid Flash also wears yellow. That would be him then. Yes. Uh, yeah. There, there were a, a a large number of people present at that party. Uh, the Martian, the Martian <laughs> Dance Hunter or whatever it was. Yeah, Martian yeah. Manhunter was definitely there. Um What girl? Oh God, who else? Yeah. Lord girl was there and I Everyone. think Man as well. Like every Justice League character you can think of and the Super Friends. Yes. Yeah, including um it wasn't Crypto but the the Wonder Dog. Yes. On on the DJ decks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't crypto? It was no, no. 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 It's green it's, tape. It's a specific dog uh, from the Super Friends. Oh, okay, okay. Um, that w- wasn't crypto, but was just another Wonder Dog. Yeah, <laughs> just another one. They have many. Yeah. Goodness me! They, 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 have, they have a super horse, you know. With it. <laughs> yes, I know. We. It's a horrible thing because it has a relationship with Supergirl. It's weird. Yep. Because it also has a human form. Oh, that's true. Still weird. Uh, and, and that's <laughs> having the relationship with the human form, not the horse, although it's sort of implied. But yeah, because yes. the Super Friends were Apache Chief, Black Vulcan, the Wonder Twins, Eldorado, Samurai and the Wonder Dog. And they're all at the party. Yes. So like, even though it's the Justice League party, they've also invited all of the Super Friends and just still not Batman. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a bit of a downer at parties, basically. Well, Yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah. like I, I love it when when <laughs> he gets the projector and Batman's like, That's great, I've got to find an excuse to get out of here, and just looks around, and there's literally no one even looking at him, and he's just <laughs> like, Well, I'm out, and then just grapples away. Oh my goodness me, but to be fair, and once again for this film, like it is hilarious like every every like 10 seconds there's something that's going to make you laugh but at the same time there's some really excellently directed action scenes like with robin going into the heart of the fortress of solitude like through the atrium full of all the alien creatures that superman keeps under there and stuff and like Mm. laser laser defense systems and stuff like with batman giving him direction and it's kind of like his training scene and it was like this is actually amazing (laughs) it's funny and amazing I just remembered my favourite gag about that whole scene is he goes through all of that, and as you say, it is a protracted and complicated action scene. Yes. And then he gets the projector, and he's like, I've got the projector, and it's like, great, now you have to get out of there. Just do everything we just did, but backwards. <laughs> <laughs> there's, There's also this amazing, before that happens, there's this perfectly perfectly timed comic moment, and, t- and by I went. When I say timed, I mean drawn out like Batman is waiting for Robin to get into the basically the ventilation area so he can sneak in before Batman knocks on the door. And it's just this flat shot of Batman stood facing the door. And you watch Robin like slowly climb and jump and flip all the way from the bottom bottom right and hand corner of the sliver, screen, slightly <laughs> uncomfortably at one point, yeah. like contorts in strange ways to like get to the top of the screen. Like, this is I was like that's the, the most hilarious thing in the world. But that it's it's, just, old.
1: it's great because it really shows the fact of he's Lego. Yeah. yeah it's all positions that you can make with Lego characters. And it's just like, yes. this is so, so self-referential. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It really, it really does use uh, the fact that it's in Lego, obviously to its advantage at every opportunity, <laughs> like every opportunity. <laughs> but yeah, so he gets the, he gets the Phantom uh, Zone generator amplifier thing. Yep. The Phantom Zone projector. Projector. That's and uh, they head to Arkham. <laughs> yes uh and i i love the scene of them getting into arkham when, oh my god when they're caught smuggling in the phantom Zone projector and there's suddenly security guards running at them and batman is like these guys are friends of mine this is another training thing have fun <laughs> <laughs> <I just laughs> <Robin at> them. <laughs> there's an excellent once again excellent action beat where it has batman and robin uh and you see them through the x-ray projector to see what metal they're bringing into arkham uh wading through security guards just for like ten seconds and it's incredible. Yeah. Yep, it's it's very like the scene in um Total Recall where you get the action scene through the X-ray screen. Yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough they project Joker into the Phantom Zone, which contains some of the most evil things ever. It is basically a place where all evil, not in just the DC universe, but in any movie but universe everything Lego have a license to. Everything Lego has a license <laughs> to. So Voldemort, you have Sauron, you have King Kong, you have Godzilla, you have No, Shores.
1: it's not Godzilla. Is it not? It's
0: the, it's the Kraken
1: from Clash of the Titans. It's the
0: Kraken. Yep, the Clash of the Titans Kraken.
1: Oh, I thought it was Godzilla. No. It's no,
0: it's the Kraken. Which is uh, yeah. really
1: weird. I was like, what a weird choice.
0: You have, although he gets a great comedy beat later in the movie. Oh yeah,
1: but oh my god, (laughs) one of the best scenes.
0: Yeah, Jaws is in there. Agent Smith from The Matrix. Uh, Agent Smiths from The Matrix, I should say. Yes, yeah. Dracula, Medusa, the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh yeah, and the Gremlins
1: and Doctor Who. Oh, it's not Doctor Who. And and
0: Daleks, the Daleks. Daleks. It's not the the
1: Daleks though.
0: It is the Daleks. Uh, It's not the Daleks. (laughs) Evil British (laughs) robots. That's it. it. It's the Daleks, <laughs> yeah. But it is
1: it's, the Daleks. It is the Daleks. But the fact that they can't—they don't call them the Daleks. No, but they, they have the license for Doctor Who, which is yes. Weird. But I
0: think it's funnier that the characters funnier, in Batman yes. don't know that they're Daleks. They're just, what, they're just some evil British robots. <laughs> and they were great. They made up. They made up. Like I, I, I saw the Daleks. I was like, oh, that's awesome, a little cameo. But no, the Daleks were like the main foot force of the evil organization yeah, that Joker was yeah. running, the, the Daleks or the foot soldiers. I was like, that's so cool. And yeah. the thing is, this this is Joker's big scheme. Yeah. Uh, we, we know Joker loves doing prison breaks where he breaks everyone out of Arkham. But the thing is, time and time again, we've seen that the people he breaks out of Arkham are incompetent uh, and get caught. So yeah. he's like, I need to go to a bigger prison with better bad guys. So he's been put in the Phantom Zone... So he can break out of the phantom zone and bring everyone with him. This is incredible. And, you know, I've always, I've always maintained this and I've always said this. And some people have doubted me, uh, but I have now got cinematic proof that batman can take down voldemort and someone <laughs> and jaws and king kong simultaneously like nothing can stop him like and i'm so happy with that
1: yeah it's so good
0: and meanwhile of course barbara has now locked up batman and and robin uh, for breaking into Arkham and sending Joker to the Phantom Zone. Yes. Uh, so revisiting the often visited theme of Batman, that Batman belongs in Arkham. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and they they have like a really good sequence and and uh, Batman kind of admits to Robin that like he never he didn't re- really ever want him to come along and stuff. It was a mistake. Um, it's kind of like the lowest point really of the film. I say lowest point because you're laughing all the time. But, <laughs> like, but, but um, structurally, it's the lowest point of the film, and, and like Batman, hilariously is just in an Arkham outfit, but still with his cowl on. <laughs> like, like he wears his dressing gown with the cowl on, like any excuse. Like, in fact, the cowl or his armored face hat. His armored hat, yes, yes. Um, rarely comes off. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. But then, yeah, I can't remember how they bust out. um... Well, it's when all of the villains attack, all of the the supervillains from the Phantom Zone attack, um, Batman persuades Barbara that the city needs Batman. Yeah. um, And she agrees only on one condition, and that is that he finally work with the police, by which she means specifically her. Yeah. Which is how Barbara um robin and batman team up and then alfred who somehow appears in the middle of arkham having broken in on his own and, like, and i'm here too and let's go wearing <laughs> let's not forget the adam west um no they haven't got the outfits at this point oh um, do they not no no no. Uh, but they do then go and suit up because barbara <laughs> needs a costume oh you sort
1: of what's happened joke uh, joker's been to the Batcave. Yes. Oh, he's yeah. tur- he's turned Bruce's let's think in this uh, in this version Bruce's Bruce's mansion is on its own private island.
0: It's as Alfred says to him when trying to stress the importance of letting people into your life. Sir, you live on an island, emotionally and literally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh when Joker reappears with his new entourage, they go to the island and take over and you know, the Joker's in the Batcave and it's just stupid things like he wipes his butt on the Batmobile and calls it the Batmobile. Yeah,
0: yeah. And also <laughs> And also, Batman also Batman makes Batman's the Batman's mistake. Redecorant.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: He also makes the mistake that um Batman lives in Bruce Wayne's basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're all making the same mistake. And I love it. And he's also found the romantic comedies oh yes <laughs> yes. and actually taunts Batman with it saying oh for someone who doesn't need anyone you sure have a lot of romantic comedies Batman <laughs> oh man oh it's so funny yes when they do suit up they put Barbara in the classic purple Batgirl suit and Alfred in the 66 Adam West Batman suit which, which is so good but also I think deep cuts I could be wrong here but I swear to god there is a episode of batman 66 where alfred does actually get into the gray batman suit do uh, I, I think wrong. you might be right but like just one instance where he's wearing it and that's why he has it i don't know but either way it's funny anyway because he's obviously the older the older fella who you know puts on the uh, the older suit but it's it's good, it's good fun and he has obviously the moustache Like and everything. He does, obviously doesn't get rid of that. Um, but yeah, they look great. And and we also have like a little... In fact, actually, speaking of... I was about to say we have uh, Dick Grayson and we, we get a mention of Nightwing as well. And we see like yeah. <laughs> an old school thing of Nightwing. But we also get multiple references to Bloodhaven and how yes. Bloodhaven has been like... Um, is now actually spick and span in comparison to Gotham which is actually cuz Barbara now. cleaned it up cuz she Barbara was cleaned uh, up. chief of police there. Yeah. And I was like that's um, so cool. Bloodhound was mentioned. Oh, but yeah, the the Nightwing bit is so great. It's when Batman is is lost in in the Phantom Zone himself later on. And yeah. so Barbara, Dick and Alfred are left to try and do things on their own and and Dick has that wonderful moment of what would Batman do? Oh, he put on a costume, speak in a gravelly voice, and do things on his own. And Batman is watching this going, no, don't do what I would do! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, first of all, yeah, they, they lead the assault on Gotham taking the fight to the Phantom Zone's greatest villains and, uh, and, and kick-ass, handily, as, yeah. as you say. Uh, but on their way to Joker Island, as it now is, rather than Wayne Island... Uh, um the Batwing is attacked by Gremlins on the wing. <gasps> this was so this was amazing. Once again, like a moment that, like, if you obviously removed a, a fair bit of the comedy, would be right at home in a Batman Batman film sequence. Like, my God. Yes, but I, I just love that it starts with Gremlins on the wing. I just, yes. it's such yes. a good reference. It is. Um, yeah. So so Batman. Puts it on autopilot, by which we mean uses a bit of rope to tie the controls in place. Which was also a nod to Dark Knight Rises with the autopilot not working, like, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Climbs out and starts beating up the gremlins, uh, and Robin joins him, but falls off the Batwing in a dramatic moment. So Batman leaps to rescue him. This is the moment I mean, because, like, you have the scene where Robin falls off, and then you have Batman do, like, a... Uh, a running leap off like a flying vehicle down out of the sky to catch someone. Like I was like, this is incredible. This is amazing. Well, the real the drama is as he's saving Dick, Alfred also falls off. Yes, and is yes. plummeting to his death. And so he gets back onto the Batwing with the grapnel with Dick, but Alfred <laughs> is is going. But the Batwing seems to be on its own, flying to save him. <laughs> Yeah. And, and indeed, they catch Alfred, and Batman gets back into the cockpit, and is like, "Did you see that rope saved Alfred? Good yeah. job, rope!" And Barbara is flying the plane. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, it's perfect. Amazing, it's perfect. Oh my god! Yes, I forgot rope. <laughs> rope saved the day.
1: Uh, That's the thing. We keep saying it's the Batwing, but it's not the Batwing. No. No, it's the Scuttler. Which
0: Oh yes, the Scutler. Which is amazing. A brand new Batman vehicle and it was incredible.
1: And it's because the fact that it's the Lego Batman from the Lego Batman movies is still places the fact that he's a master builder.
0: Yes. Yeah. They even mentioned Master Builder mode from first, the Lego movie.
1: When he first yeah. builds the Scuttler. And it's 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 a it's a cat bat hybrid machine.
0: Yes. It will yeah. fly
1: it'll fly in a bat mode, but when it's on the ground, it walks around well again, it walks like a bat Well, it actually walks
0: like a bat. Yeah because yeah. bats can fold in their wings and use their arms. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's a bat wing that can fold up its wings and also run like a quadruped, which yeah. is really cool. Which is, yeah. which thing is um,
1: when we got the Lego sets in at work, obviously the movie wasn't out yet, and we saw the scuttler and we were like, Ugh, what is that? type thing as a set. It just wasn't that appealing. Then we saw the movie and was like, "Holy shit, I want a scuttler now!"
0: <laughs> well, it's great, and it and it, it it flaps its wings like it isn't a jet, like it's an actual it actual flies like a bat, like yeah, with it that has kind some of life to it, to it. yeah.
1: It, which plays into the bit when they finally get to the island.
0: Yes, when it gets sadly shot down. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Although, first of all, that comedy beat where they're flying directly at Sauron, (laughs) because they can't do anything while Sauron has his eye on them, because Joker will know. Uh, And they're flying directly at Sauron whilst the Kraken is lining up a shot on them from behind. And just as the Kraken fires, the Scuttler pulls up and the Kraken shoots Sauron in the eye. (laughs) And he goes, Out of my eye, and falls over. <laughs> and he cuts the kraken who has stood behind the bridge and just sort of goes, oops. Uh, and looks around <laughs> to make sure nobody saw, and then sort of backs off and lowers himself into the water. I just loved that we had in this film. We had Sauron of Lord of the Rings scream <laughs> ow, my eye!" and then fall over <laughs> with the same effect from the film. You know, where it goes "Boo!" and all that sort of energy blasts off it, like when it gets destroyed. But oh, along man. with the accompanying dialogue of Owl my eye!" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: oh dear oh, it was so good
0: <laughs> so when it gets shot down Barbara is delivering her inspirational speech about how you know rope didn't save him I saved him we can do anything together you know teamwork um, so obviously Batman locks them in the scuttler and orders it to take them to safety <laughs> because yeah. Batman still works alone Yeah, <laughs> but also he wants to keep them safe because he thinks back to that picture yes he can't bear to lose them because, yeah, Dick takes a selfie... He takes a selfie. ...of the Bat family. Yeah. And it's it's a mirror of the the image of Batman and his parents... ...that he dwelled on earlier in the film. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, so he wants to keep them safe... ...but he, he does that by pushing them away. The recurring theme of the film. Yeah. And, and it, it's great because, like, you think to yourself... ...and you're like, well, yeah... Batman would do that in any situation, anyway. Like it isn't just for this film; it is still true to the character as well. What yeah. the, the the arc that they're they're giving us is something that would be at home in any Batman like comic show f- film you can imagine. Yeah, and it just fits perfectly, perfectly. Well, in a much darker, much much darker way, one of Scott Snyder's arcs as lead writer on Batman, did this with Death of the Family. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they, yes. Good call, man. Yes, absolutely, they did. This is, of course, a much more light-hearted look at it. Of course. <laughs> much more <laughs> lighthearted. No Joker removing his face and then putting it back on with weird leather straps. No, that that would be slightly out of place in the Lego movie that <laughs> yes. is rated you. Well,
1: uh, it's, it's a Lego movie, he can literally remove his head.
0: that is true yeah he does i can't argue with that so yeah batman batman goes it alone yes and because he's used to winning even alone but this time he's up against voldemort and the daleks (laughs) 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 it's just funny to think about oh my goodness yeah so he goes it alone against like these ultra powerful villains from across different franchises Oh, that's right. Yeah, he doesn't actually suit her up as Batgirl until after the whole fight, does he? She's still just in her police gear at this point. Yeah, it might be right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although I think Alfred is in this Batman sixty six suit. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they get in, don't they? And like he he goes to fight them, but like uh, he he gets Wingardium Leviosaed by Voldemort. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he's just oh floating there, in a, ineffectually floating there. Um, and Joker, Joker basically gives him an ultimatum. Either Joker can send him to the Phantom Zone forever, or Batman can just admit that he hates the Joker. Yeah. And, and Batman is just like, you mean nothing to me, obviously. Yeah. So off he gets sent to the Phantom Zone, which is beautiful, because we saw earlier when Joker got sent to the Phantom Zone, he meets Phyllis, the guardian of the oh, Phantom God. Zone. Yeah. yeah, who is just a two-by-four Lego brick. Lego brick, yeah. <laughs> and and it scans Joker looking for evil in him, looking for badness in him, and finds plenty. Yes. Uh, so yes. suddenly it's scanning Batman for badness, and he's like, I'm not bad, I'm the good guy, I'm a hero. And Phyllis is like, oh, no, no, you're, you're not a hero. <laughs> I mean, you're not a classic <clears throat> bad guy either, yeah. but... <laughs> And then just starts projecting all the stuff he's done to Alfred and Robin and Barbara throughout this movie, including the scene where he says to Alfred, you know, You don't have a child, what do you know about raising a child? And yeah, and Robin, you're expendable. You're a hundred percent expendable yeah, and just yeah. all <laughs> those bits of Batman's like Huh? What? What's wrong with this? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So like also, you're you're just you're, you know you're, you're wearing all black and you you've kind of got yeah. like a cape like Dracula. You know, <laughs> you're confusing me. You're confusing me. <laughs> definitely not a good guy. <laughs> oh man! But that's great in the Phantom Zone because it's Batman being forced to sort of assess what he's been like and um and to see what his own stubbornness has actually cost him uh, yes. and the world so, yeah. yeah so now Batman is out of the picture and it is left to the rest of the Bat family to fight back and indeed they persuade the Scuttler to turn back because it does seem to be kind of a living thing it's it pal- does seem it's to have it's
1: his, pal- own- by his computer
0: so yeah that's when they turn back and start working together because they do believe in teamwork. Uh, And yes, seeing this, seeing this happen is... uh, This is where Dick Grayson goes off and tries to become Nightwing. (laughs) What would Batman do? Don't don't do what I would do. That's a terrible (laughs) idea. (laughs) Um, It's the first sort of acknowledgement from Batman that maybe he's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He can't stand to see someone he sort of maybe cares about a bit do what he does he's like no no oh god i've just realized (laughs) (laughs) so he persuades phyllis to give him a chance to go down and sort things out and phyllis is like yes you have 24 hours and then i want everyone back here everyone that includes you that includes you yeah so he comes back down Barbara's like, what's the point? Because they've, they've tried, um, and they're, they're still alive, fair play to them, fighting against the greatest villains of the Phantom Zone, but they're making no headway. Um, and Batman suddenly has to be the one to bring the Bat family together. Which is awesome. And, and talk himself into it as much as them, I think. <laughs> yes, definitely, yeah. And that's when they go and suit up. He's like, you know, if you're going to fight with me, you need a costume. And that's when he makes her back go. Yeah.
1: There's also that bit where Robin's like is like oh well he's like, oh well, like, oh, well you know, sorry, I don't have your suit. It's okay. Rip. He's we- <laughs> yes. He's wearing it under his yes prison uniform. And,
0: and and the trousers he pulls off are just a full set of mini fig legs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> And also, oh yeah, we forgot there is a setup line for this at the start of the movie. Uh, well, quite near the start, where it's suggested that they let everyone out of Arkham to fight the Joker, mm. and Batman says, what, get a bunch of bad guys together to fight the bad guys? That's a stupid idea. <laughs> Which is both foreshadowing and a great shot at Suicide Squad. Yeah. Amazing <laughs> shot at Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> But indeed, that is exactly what they do. They break out all of the characters from Arkham who were turned in by the Joker to come and help him fight the Joker because they've all got an axe to grind. So Batman and the Bat family lead the army of the rogues gallery on Joker Island to fight Voldemort, the Daleks, the Gremlins, the Wicked Witch and her monkeys. (laughs) Jaws... Jaws. Who attacks Batman and is fought off by Dick Grayson using the Bat Shark Repellent. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I'm just like, oh my god, Jaws got hit by the Bat Shark Repellent. This is the greatest movie of all time. In a joke depending on how you look at it, it took most of the film to pay off yes. or seven years to pay off, depending yes. on how you look at it. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh my god! And it is once again an incredible fight. You have um, Batman fighting Voldemort, and uh, I can't remember how they take out Voldemort. Actually, I think they snap his wand or something. Or uh, how did they take out Voldemort? I'm just trying to think of how they took him out. But they, they, they do it. Each, each of the villains get taken down in a pretty spectacular way. Obviously, we've described the one with Sauron eye by eye, and uh king kong doesn't king kong go up like the building or something and get knocked off it he does the
1: iconic king kong stuff yeah
0: yeah he gets knocked off a building uh with planes or something going around him uh i think
1: it's the it's the scuttler isn't it
0: oh yeah i think it is actually the scuttler flies up after him um i don't remember exactly but yeah the um it's a great action scene and it's it's once again just showing all of these different cameos and you get this amazing moment where batman and robin are fighting back to back and batman looks to robin and says robin now it's time that we hit these people so hard it inexplicably creates luminous (laughs) letters around them Describing the sound our hits make. <laughs> yes, yeah, describing the <laughs> our hits back. make. Pow. <laughs> pow, biff, whack. And I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. It's so, it's so amazing. <laughs> I fucking love that scene. And it shows some fighting the Daleks, like, uh pow, biff, path, wallop. Amazing.
1: Oh, god.
0: So, yeah, excellent, excellent uh, battle between... Batman, the, sorry, the Bat family and the Rose Gallery against Joker and the uh, the Phantom Zone franchise people.
2: <laughs> Who um, all
0: get put back in the Phantom Zone as the Bat yeah. family toss the Phantom Zone projector from person to person, zapping them back into the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Until it's just Batman and the Joker. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, the Batman... as
1: well. that's the thing as well. With all the bits of Alfred, it really highlights the fact that, you know, he used to be a soldier
0: yeah special forces Alfred is a badass
1: because he gets in is it in a tank
0: that sounds Um, familiar
1: he gets in he gets in something like that doesn't he yeah whether it was one of the villains machines or something I'm not sure but he gets in it and takes control
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, I am struggling to remember some bits because I saw. I saw there's a lot of this film. this
1: film. There's a lot that <laughs> happens. There's
0: a lot there's going a, on. Considering, like I said, there's a laugh every ten seconds. Like, yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, so it is Bat, Bat, Batman facing off against the Joker, and um, and they yeah. run through the Hall of Mirrors in full on Dark Knight Returns style. Oh my God, that was so cool as well. They have a, they have a really wicked fight in that Hall of Mirrors. It's cool. Yep. And, um, but then it's, uh, then essentially the, uh, something to do with, I think it's the Phantom Zone, uh, generator, uh, starts ripping the world apart, does it not? No, no, it's the fact that the Joker has put the bomb there again. Oh, yes. Yes, no, he's so got, he got, he's done the same damn plan again because he's got all of the explosives yeah, that that ever come with
1: Yeah, you are every explosive, This is a hell of a lot of explosives.
0: That's right, And it is established um, early in the film, when Joker's doing the plan the first time round, that uh, Gotham City is built on a fault line, and below that fault line is a void of absolute nothingness. Yes. Which is a reference back to the fact that, because this is set in the same universe as the Lego movie, the whole thing is just built on a table. Yes. So there is a void of infinite nothingness underneath it. Yes, yeah. So if the city cracks in half, everything will just fall into the void. There's nothing to keep the city up anymore. <laughs> so all of Batman's explosives go off in this fight, and the city is cracked in half. Oh, man. Leading to the weirdest Yes, This Is Lego scene ever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Because they essentially realize that it's coming apart and they all acknowledge that if all of them don't work together again drumming that uh that sort of uh message of you know we are stronger when we work together villains uh, and heroes alike everyone has to pull together now we have to put the world back together which is obviously not a nod obviously it being lego Yeah. Um, and they all they all get on like climb on top of each other so they're doing like big they all pull stands. off their hair or their hats or whatever and attach the the connector at the bottom of the minifig legs to the connector at the top of the minifig heads yes. and literally build a daisy chain of people standing on each other's yeah. heads so then uh, have alfred bend at the waist so they're going horizontally over oh the chasm <laughs> that was so funny yeah you imagine all those people and he just bends at the waist like a lego figure does but um, so on either side of this rift there are lego figures trying to do this and batman is reaching and it just so happens on the other side of the void on top of the, one of another tower of people is joker yeah. of course yeah and it is now down to Batman to decide whether he's going <laughs> to grab hold of him or not, essentially. And they do.
1: And, it's the whole and as thing they pull
0: the world back you, together, <laughs> they, they do the fucking Jerry Maguire scene, but yes. with I hate you instead of I love you. Yes. <laughs> I I really do hate you. I hate you more. I hate you the most. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and then they pull the world back together and it's it's joyous. And Batman decides that he'll give the rogues gallery 30 minutes head start. Before he has to go back into the Phantom Zone. Yep. Mm. (laughs) Well, I can't remember how he gets out of going to the Phantom Zone. (laughs) It's just uh, he projects himself... But as he's being projected up to the Phantom Zone, Phyllis blocks the entrance to the Phantom Zone and sends him back. Yeah. Because he's definitely not a bad guy anymore. Yeah, he's changed. <laughs> so he doesn't belong in there. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's changed. He's learned to let people in, and so he doesn't belong in the Phantom Zone, and uh, it doesn't take him back. Yeah. Um, and then that's where Batman, Robin... Barbara, they all head back to Wayne Island, which is now magically transformed back into Wayne Manor, <laughs> and, and hang up the new Bat Family selfie alongside the original one. We did, uh, yeah, the selfie, yeah, that was beautiful, and it, it ties it all together. But we did learn one other way that Batman is uh, more developed than normal people as well. He has a PhD in smoke bombs. <laughs> yes,
1: an amazing set of abs. Yeah,
0: he has a he has a tenth ab yes <laughs> it it? It no, it's a, map. that's at night yeah and it shows it right in of the middle the set, in the middle
2: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah I mean and like all the stuff we haven't mentioned in terms of homages like when Barbara um, Batgirl's up it's the full on um, 1966 purple Batgirl suit yeah yeah and, I, um, I mean,
1: I mean, first of all, you're just like Bat-Mum, and this yep. is a soccer mum.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, all of her rejected outfits, yeah. and code name. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the I, penguin in this is the penguin from Batman Returns, complete with all the penguins with missiles on, and the giant rubber duck. Yes, yes, yes it was. Which is amazing. <laughs> and he had the penguin duck car as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Bane is doing the Tom Hardy voice from Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. And
0: Killer Croc. Oh, my God, Killer Croc, <laughs> who has <laughs> my favorite line in the movie, which is, I did something, which yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't in Suicide Squad. That's the jab. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely adored that. I love that they showed various – they did a thing where they showed, like, various um, uh, Batman – uh, comic book covers uh, like his first appearance in detective comics and stuff like all all done in lego though as well the one of those. like they did the yeah. uh, Batman stood against the setting sun silhouette from Batman the Animated Series but in yeah. Lego yeah. Yeah. they yeah. they did all sorts it was beautiful um I even like uh Batman Beyond Batsuit is on the rack yes. because why not? Um there was uh oh Yeah, right at the start when he does the first big fight scene where he beats everyone. Yeah. Uh, just before the fight, Batman says, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts." Yes, goes, <laughs> it's the fucking Joker line from the original Batman movie. No, no, no. My, my, that's when Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton grabs the fire poker and says, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts." And he turns yes, it says to into the Joker. Yeah. Oh, I see to the Joker. Yeah, yeah. And he yep. go. He puts his thing onto "Let's get nuts" mode. <laughs> yes. His iPod. <laughs> yeah, his iPod. <laughs> oh dear. Uh so if you haven't guessed already, I think we could all say we highly endorse this film. Oh I God, will yeah. I will be buying this on Blu-ray and <laughs> I will probably watch it a hundred times because it is so good. It's so funny and so entertaining. And like I mean, a lot of the deep cuts are going to be stuff you you kinda need to know your Batman to get. True, like, yeah. a radio, true. Is in here. The Red Hood turns up with no explanation. Yes. Dr. Phosphorus is in there. Yeah. Uh, King Tut. Orca. Orca keeps turning up, and I fucking love the Orca. is there, and it's just a killer whale. Yes, yes. That was so cool they had Orca there. I was so happy with that. Mr. Um, Freeze turns up looking kind of like Arnie and kind of like a giant mech. Um, He even
1: speaks like Arnie as well. And he
0: does speak like Arnie, yeah. He gave gave a, um, I can't remember what he said, but he did give like an ice pun. Yeah, Yeah. so like a proper chill out or whatever, something like that. (laughs) This is a cool party. (laughs) Like this, this is a film I desperately want to get hold of a copy. I can freeze frame because there are so many ensemble cast shots and back cave shots that are just full of easter eggs yeah, and i he, really want to just look at like the mutant leader from dark knight returns is, is in yes, there it's yeah. insane the bit where he's driving away from the first fight he drives through like central gotham and you see the iceberg lounge yeah, you see um um the place where zatanna does her magic uh stuff like on the broadway version of gotham yep um they, they also yeah. drive past a cinema where uh Two Shades Darker is yes. is, is showing yes. because yes. this film opened on the same weekend as Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, it was it's just great. I mean. Oh yeah, it's uh, when the pilot is doing the schemes that failed, and he does the what about the time with the two boats? He says, "Okay, what about that parade with the prince music as well?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He really take that pilot really takes Joker to task, like he really gives him some lip, doesn't he? Which I really like. Oh man, yeah. I mean, it's just endless. Uh, we've we've barely covered half of the great stuff of this, but uh, I think it was um, I can't remember his name. Uh, it was something Mackay, I think who directed it. Um, Chris Mackay, I think. But that guy has to be given props. That guy who and whoever wrote this as well. Need to be put in a place of authority for the DC um, films because, admittedly, <laughs> like, obviously, it's a funny film and, like, you know, it's a, it's just like a loving homage, but it is a really well put together film. It has clear story arcs, clear character motivation, and great action. That's all you need for a comic book film, really. Well, I'll tell Why- you what Seth <laughs> Graham Smith has written. Um, he has written the uh, screenplays for. Gone. Um, and I believe wrote the books for Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, God. Wow. And is writing Beetlejuice 2. Okay. Cool. That's interesting because I've seen Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and that didn't go great. Oh um, No. But, but chris Mackey, the guy who directed it yeah also known for his work on robot chicken which should surprise no one no. given how this film goes Christ, down. no yeah that, that explains <laughs> it that actually just explained it to me yeah fair play um and to be fair like we've said before on this podcast like there is a difference between the script and the film so it's not necessarily a reflection of that fella's writing with pride and Prejudice and zombies when you look at this film how wonderfully it is written like yeah so we've all got one good one in us at least and that might have been his <laughs> we shall see um <laughs> but yeah wow yeah i uh, highly recommend it uh, if you're a bat fan you will absolutely love it if you're just looking for a laugh like and you're you're just you know peripherally aware of batman you will also really enjoy it uh, don't be put off by the fact that it's a Lego film that's that's what I'd say because I think that's probably the only thing that would turn some people away they think oh it's just a Lego you know like genuinely great film also Chris Mackey the director is in the film oh um, who is he in the film <laughs> he is the pilot of MacGuffin Airlines <laughs> who manages to say what about the time with the two boats amazing <laughs> I love that pilot <laughs> It was good stuff. Excellent. Uh, wow. Yeah, I think we've we've done rather well there in in detailing the every great aspect of that film. I, I don't think we have. No. I think we've missed a lot. Oh
1: Christ. We, there is yeah, so much. Considering we
0: you know we're doing this from memory I haven't seen this this film for at least two weeks you know I've like, not
1: seen it since launch so yeah
0: exactly so like from memory I think we've done quite well it's what I meant to say
1: and it's the thing of if you haven't seen this film my god stop Listen, you know well nearly, yet, but stop doing what you're doing go see it it's so good
0: I, it made me happy like yeah it, it's the simplest thing and the truest thing i can say about this film is i sat down and i watched it and i was just happy yeah like i wasn't actually in the perfect mood going in i had a really shitty migraine the day before or i would have seen it the day before i was feeling really off um but we had the tickets booked and i was like well it's it's a feel-good movie i'll I'll do it, and I came out of there grinning from ear to ear, going, "That was fucking amazing." Yeah, so I, I smiled for the rest of the evening, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So not only is it a great movie, it apparently has curative properties. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> and if if that's t- not selling it too hard. We've we've touched on it, but the the music in the film is fantastic. The choices that they make,
0: the soundtrack, yeah including Batman's edgy theme song that makes studio executives and families nervous yeah. and and Robin's family-friendly theme tune Flee that ending. makes studio executives yeah. and families happy.
1: The um, <laughs> Batman song was... Uh, obviously, it's Will Arnett singing, but it's co-done with uh, the guys from Fallout Boy.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, oh, okay. that makes sense.
1: But, oh God! We've completely forgotten that "Man in
0: the Mirror" by Michael Jackson is a thread that runs through this whole goddamn. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh my God! Yes. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. Comes up on the screen with the attributing to Michael Jackson, which then gets crossed through, and Batman goes, "No, I said that," and it just says <laughs> Batman instead. <and stares. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, and man. it is a thread that runs through the whole film. It's just to the point that he, he's taken a look at himself and made a change by the end of the film. <laughs> and they actually call it out explicitly as that. They do. They 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 call him out on that. <laughs> I, I, I just could not believe they'd actually gone there. But yeah, they've got It's Raining Men is in there, I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight, as we mentioned. Uh everything is awesome briefly gets a mention in there yeah yeah yeah, it It definitely does uh never gonna give you up also makes a quick (laughs) appearance to roll the audience yeah (laughs) oh man and it all perfectly timed as well like you you may be listening to this thinking oh well those are really cheesy but like (laughs) trust us it works it works in the best way possible because yes they are really cheesy and There's something incongruous about coupling Batman and Cheesy that just makes it hilarious. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we... uh, I think the people... Because let's let's not forget that this is obviously still Warner Brothers' property. They will have noticed that Batman, Lego Batman, smashed at the box office, okay? And the reaction to this film has been a unanimous... Like positive praise. This film was great. So, hopefully, hopefully, they have listened that perhaps having an action film uh, with optimism in there and overarching themes and character development is what we actually want. And have you seen uh, the skit where Will Arnett interrupts the scene from Batman vs. Superman? No. I not. I am I... trying to remember who did the skit, but it's now more relevant than ever. Uh, it's just it, the party scene uh, between Bruce Wayne and I think it's the journalist from oh! Batman v. Superman. I saw that as a th- but I didn't click on it. I've seen the thumbnail of it and I I didn't I didn't click on it. Yeah. Oh, damn! I, I will have and to it, look out for that. Uh... Will Arnett just turns up and is like, it's true, I'm Batman. And Affleck's like, you're not Batman. I'm Lego Batman. Nobody cares about Lego Batman. Ask your kids if they care. (laughs) And he walks off and pulls out a little Batman minifigure and goes, don't listen to them. We're still vital. (laughs) And I'm like, truer than ever. What an Affleck actually is in it. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And Cavill. They they are doing the skit with Will Arnett. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> oh goodness me. Oh yeah. Well I'll have to watch that as soon as we're done. Um, <laughs> speaking of, is there anything that we have left to cover about it? I think we've like I said, done pretty a pretty standard job there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's run through it. Uh that it it gets the meat of it. Like if you like any of what we just said, the the film has more stuff that's hilarious that we didn't yeah. even touch. Much more, yeah. Like I say, I laugh every ten seconds. You will laugh every ten seconds, guaranteed. And that's not even averaging it out over the course of the film. It is just consistently funny. Yeah, and you'll be laughing about things that happened earlier before you get a chance to laugh <laughs> about the next thing. I mean, so, it's,
1: it's consistently funny, but it's also heart-wrenching in the bits. Yeah, it's got,
0: it's got heart. It's got definite heart.
1: It's like, yeah, like somebody said earlier, that bit of Bruce and Alfred in the cave.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just like, oh that's harsh.
0: And and sometimes like the scenes are simultaneously heart wrenching and hilarious. The scene of Batman just alone in the dark, illuminated only by the light of the microwave.
1: Yeah. Is simultaneously
0: yes. hilarious and heartbreaking. And he can't press the button with his Lego hand. <laughs> <laughs> It's like twenty minutes like uh, stupid. <laughs> How do I know about this thing? Oh man,
1: he's great, yeah, it's just like the, the, the yeah him eating the lobster was hilarious, yes, just silence of him he I mean, hears the crunching of him eating
0: and and the echoes of the bat cave,
1: and when he finishes, he whips out his guitar.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he is also an accomplished musician in this one. he is indeed. <laughs> oh dear good good stuff yeah it's it's a great film it's an unexpectedly brilliant film yeah I had I had like I didn't go into this film like thinking oh it's going to be average but like I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was like it it blew my expectations out of the water yes I was expecting a fun film and it definitely beat my expectation and elevated it yeah yeah Spot on So yeah uh, I think uh, 10 out of 10 for me I think Easily I, I don't yes. think ratings Obviously mean an awful lot But yeah I'd give it 10 Easy Yeah An definitely. Easy 10 I give it um, 9 abs out of 8 <laughs> <laughs> Perfect
1: I certainly think That a certain Member of the group Should see it though
0: Yes he should Yes, he should. You are listening to this, Jack. He doesn't. I I know you are devoid of joy, but you should watch this film. We could say anything about it right now. He wouldn't know. (laughs) He does not listen to the show. And he would hate it because everyone else loves it. It is is the strange reverse world that he lives in. Bless him. And we have to help him. We have to help him. But yes, be, be like us. Don't be like Jack. Watch the Lego movie. <laughs> just in general. Just, just, just in general. No, watch the Lego movie. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. All right, guys. I, this is great. Spot on. This has been good. Thank you very much for joining me, guys. Thank you. Uh,
1: thank you for having us again.
0: And thank you at home for joining us. And thank you for going to DangerouslyUnprepared.com and submitting ideas for shows you want us to do and voting on the shows that are already there. Uh, and thank you for emailing us at mail at DangerouslyUnprepared.com or tweeting at us at UnpreparedShow or indeed jumping on our Facebook. You can find us there as Dangerously Unprepared. And as always, all of this stuff will be repeated in the outro music, so there's no point me saying it now, but I'm going to keep doing it because we <laughs> want you to gain get- involved, Please. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you <laughs> next time. This has been dangerously unprepared. I have been Simon.
1: I have been Rob. And I have been Irish man. And I have been awesome. Peter. <laughs> Barbara.
0: Barbara. Hey, Pooter. Play dangerously unprepared outro.
1: Okay, Lego Batman, playing dangerously unprepared outro.
0: That was a Dangerously Unprepared podcast. Visit DangerouslyUnprepared.com to catch all our episodes and to submit topics for shows you'd like us to do in future. Follow us on Twitter at UnpreparedShow. Find us on Facebook as Dangerously Unprepared. Thanks, as ever, go to Simply Syndicated for hosting us, IPI for the original music we based our theme tune on, and to you for listening. We hope you listen again.